Hey everybody, it's Mary with Sniff Dog Talks Dogs, and it's episode 15. Uh, it is freezing cold here in New England right now, and I was just out for a very long walk. It was awesome. And of course, my eyes peeled for all the dogs. Um, and I did see a woman walking a Sheltie, and it honestly didn't occur to me until way afterwards that it was a woman, because it was dark. I didn't see her, but of course I saw the dog. Uh, but I didn't realize that it was someone that I knew that I had actually taken care of their two Shelties that they had uh, before this one. And it just kind of got me thinking on the, the subject of two dog households, one dog households, three dog households. Um, you know, I think one and two is usually the common denominator that you see. And it got me thinking about different ideas around the subject of, of what do you do if you want to have a second dog or should you even have a second dog? Uh, there's so many different scenarios that, that, um, you know, can warrant having a second dog or not having a second dog. Uh, you know, number one being, do you have a dog right now that would want a companion? You know, there's some dogs that, that get along great with other dogs and they just want to play and they've never met a stranger. Uh, and then there's other dogs that are perfectly content being the only dog in the household. So, you know, for starters, you do have to know what kind of dog you have, you know, which, where they fall in that, in that arena. Um, you know, the other thing is I do believe it, well, actually, you know, I don't know. There's validity, I think, in saying that getting a dog of the opposite sex is a good idea. And then there's so many examples of, you know, two household, two dog households with the same sex dogs and perfectly fine, never have a problem. So um, I don't think there's a hard and fast rule by that. I think the general leaning is towards the opposite sex. Um, you know, I've, I've known double dog households with both scenarios, you know, two females, two males, um, and one of each. So I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I think that's something that maybe is, is just dependent upon the dogs that are involved. Um, it's funny cause a lot of people, I think if, if they have a breed, like we were talking about, you know, what's your breed, who's your favorite. Um, I think if people do have a, a favorite breed, then a lot of times I've seen more, um, male and female. And then if it's rescue, if rescue is their breed, it's just, it's, it's, there's no rhyme or reason to it because it's just who needs, you know, who they, who they fall in love with. Um, you know, so this, so there's all different scenarios. I don't know. Maybe I just shouldn't be generalizing as much as I am, but, um, you know, one thing I would say is whether you stay in the same breed or, or not, um, a lot of times size can be an issue if you have, I, you know, and again, this is subject to different dogs. I mean, I, I helped a friend out with a job and there was a great Dane and then a little terrier mix. And, um, you know, they got along great. Were they playing together? No, you know, it, it wasn't like that. Um, so if you, but you can get the, the two dog households where the dogs just play and play and play, but usually you'd want to make sure that size is kind of close together. Um, you know, so you minimize like, you know, the accident, chance of accidents and stuff like that, that can happen with size differences. But, um, you know, age is another thing. Some dogs, when they're older, um, people kind of think like, Oh, my dog is 10 years old. I have to get another dog now. And it's kind of a long time to wait to get another dog. Um, you know, a 10 year old maybe won't have as much patience with a younger dog. Um, depending on how old the dog is that you get, that's the second dog. I mean, if you get an eight year old, you know, that could be a different story, but then there's hyper eight year olds. There's, you know, dogs that are old dogs when they're two, you know? So, um, you know, again, so much just depends on the individual dog with, with their temperament and their personality and all that. But there's some dogs, 
you know, there's like mommy dogs where they're 12 years old and they're going to mother a puppy. Um, and then there's other dogs that they're seven years old and they have no tolerance for a puppy. Uh, so again, it's determining what kind of, you know, what, what dog you have, you know, what, what their personality is. Um, you know, in that respect, you know, you definitely want to make sure that there's timeouts for everyone, that everybody gets alone time, that everybody gets one-on-one time. And, you know, I think it is a good idea to start off always deferring to the first dog who was there first in the household. Um, but there, there are instances where the two dogs will naturally work out where they stand in regards to each other and, and in regards to you. And, you know, the original dog may end up being a beta dog. You know, they may be so happy to hand the reins over to someone else. Um, you know, it may be comforting to them. It may give them a confidence boost that they have a buddy now that can, that can help shoulder the burden, so to speak. So, um, you know, good idea to always start off offering everything first to the first dog. Um, you know, they, they get fed first, they go out the door first, they get, you know, interaction with you first, that kind of thing. But again, you do want to keep on the lookout that they may naturally work it out that it, it, it ends up flipping, you know, and you have it the other way. So, um, you know, that's something that you just kind of have to wait and see, you know, how it's going to happen. Um, but one thing I would say, if you're not getting like an absolute puppy, um, which, you know, puppies have to adhere to their own schedule with, you know, housebreaking and stuff like that. But if you get a, you know, an adult dog or, you know, a trained dog, uh, I would say definitely try and put the new dog onto the old dog's schedule. Um, there's less disruption for everybody that way. And then it's a schedule that you yourself are already, um, used to. So there's, it just, I think makes for just a much more easy, uh, transition, you know, for everybody to just get into a schedule routine and, you know, dogs are, they're just so great with routine and it, I think it helps comfort them. Life is predictable and, um, you know, there's no craziness coming out of, out of nowhere at any given moment. So, um, you know, scheduling wise, I would say definitely if you can ad- adhere to, you know, the original dogs, um, schedule, you know, what they're used to as their days, you know, how their days go. Um, you know, definitely it is a good idea, I think, to introduce them offsite. You don't want to, um, all of a sudden bring a new dog in and hi, here it is. Your life has changed. You now have this new dog in your world. So, um, you know, an offsite meet and greet is always a good idea. And especially if you go like, you know, to a rescue and you let them know that you have another dog, they're definitely going to want to meet the dog and, and all that and have the dogs meet offsite, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I think you just kind of, you know, there's so many different circumstances of, of why people would want to get another dog. And a lot of time that's very common is when they, when someone does have a double dog household and one of them dies, um, dogs grieve, they grieve tremendously. There was a standard poodle that I adored, uh, Margot. uh, Sorry, that was a different standard poodle that I adored. Um, this one was Grace. She's a beautiful, sweet, sweet dog. And she was beta to, um, her doodle friend sweep. And, um, Oh, she was just the best. She was just a great dog. Um, and sweep, unfortunately he got cancer and he died and he was young and, and grace was just adrift. I mean, she was, she was devastated. I, I don't think I've ever seen a dog in all my years of working with dogs. I don't think I've ever seen a dog grieve like grace did. Um, I remember her owner was, she came in the shop and she, she was 
pretty much she didn't know what to do. She was just, it was just crazy. And I went out to the car, she was in the car and she, I can still picture her just sitting there. She was just dejected and sad and, oh, it was, it was crazy. She wasn't eating. It was, I think she was literally like clinically depressed. Um, you know, and I remember sitting there and, and just patting her and talking to her and, you know, just telling her how much I missed sweep and that it was okay. We all missed him. And I just, I just remember her lifting her head and looking me straight in the eyes. It was, it was surreal. It was, it was just crazy. Um, but she ended up coming around. They, they, they did not get another dog. And then Grace, it was a weird thing. She um, drowned actually. It was horrifying. Um, but I, I just, I've always hoped that she, she did get a reprieve from the grief that she had, but it was severe. And, um, you know, I did talk with her owner about getting another dog. I think in that circumstance, I think she would have done fantastic with another dog because I think she needed that. She needed the, the confidence that another dog brought into her life. Um, you know, so that's a, that's a, this extreme example. And she was just a heartbreaking situation, but, um, you know, there, there's just so many reasons. There's others, other reasons that, you know, my dog is so much energy and they love playing at daycare. So I love to get him a companion and, you know, that's a fantastic idea. Um, and you just, you know, again, meet off site and make sure that, that, um, you know, your dog doesn't see a usurper coming through the door. So, um, you know, but you decide how you want it to be. Are you going to feed them separately? I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, are they always going to be crated? Um, some people crate their dogs together. I think separate is a better idea. Um, you know, is, is your first dog not allowed on the beds? Are they not allowed upstairs? So you're going to keep that rule. And, you know, so there's, um, there's some things to consider, but I mean, you know, it's a tremendous thing to have, to have multiple dogs in your house and to have them have that special relationship that they have with their friend. And you have your relationships differently with your dogs independently. And then your relationship with your dogs, you know, as, as a pack. So, um, so there's a lot of good things about it. Um, a lot of different circumstances that warrant it and some that don't, if you have a, a dog that, you know, has a health issue or, um, you know, frailty or arthritis or anything like that, um, you know, then, then you might want to rethink it, but, but otherwise, um, you know, it can be a really good thing. So just a couple of things to think about it. Just, I got to thinking of it when I saw my neighbor with the Sheltie, um, you know, it just got me thinking about her two dogs that she had that were great. And, uh, so anyway, so that is it for episode 15. So any um, comments, concerns, questions, anything like that, um, info at sniffdog.com is the email. And also you could always call. The phone number is 508-653-7387. Uh, otherwise, I hope that everybody has a great night.